Welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Tang, and I'm a holistic health coach that is here to help you become your glowier self mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a lifestyle and wellness content creator and founder of the wellness platform, Guide Me Glow. In this podcast, I share my journey and knowledge on all things self-development, manifesting, confidence, healing your relationship with food and body, and so much more. Follow for weekly episodes to listen to on your Glow Girl Walk. Hi guys, welcome back to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I just want to say that one more time because I literally have not recorded a podcast episode in a hot minute. So I am back guys and I'm so, so excited to be back and to be sharing with you what I've been up to, um, some kind of lessons that I want to share with you guys, you know, where my mindset is right now and all that kind of jazz. So first of all, thank you so much for all the support I've been getting on the podcast recently. Like it's been insane. Like I haven't uploaded a podcast episode in I think almost two months or like a month or two months. I don't know, but I'm really sorry about that. And it's just been a bit chaotic because as some of you guys know, I now live in Bali. I relocated to Bali about almost two months ago. And it's been a process to say the least. It's obviously a very big change to Sydney it's a an amazing incredible magical place I have to say but yeah like it's very very different to Sydney or any other big city like London it's obviously still developing so a lot of you know things I've had to adjust to and I feel good now though I feel more settled and that's why I've kind of thrown myself back into work like I really had to give myself a moment just to kind of just experience this this experience of living really and moving to Bali and letting myself feel that and not feel like I have to run like a million miles per hour and juggle work and you know put all these kind of um, stresses on myself so yeah I'm glad I gave myself that time and now I feel refreshed and ready and more like level-headed and I'm able to give you guys you know the value that I truly want to give you guys yeah saying that thank you for all the support that you've given me on the podcast even when I haven't been consistently uploading the past few months um, I just I honestly just really appreciate it so much and it makes me like it it honestly makes me so happy and it really touches my heart and even being in Bali like a couple of you have come up to me and said that you've really enjoyed the podcast and honestly I'm like shocked I'm like wow thank you so much I really really appreciate you guys and obviously without you listeners Um, it wouldn't make this experience as fun as it is. So thank you. Today, I'm going to be talking about my move to Bali. I know a lot of you guys have been asking about it, um, how I've been kind of, I guess, balancing traveling and self-care mindset things, um, and also just being spontaneous whilst kind of staying true to yourself and not getting caught up amongst all the things that are happening so quickly and just really tuning into yourself and like basically the lesson that I think I've learned the most is always focus on yourself and I think I'm just gonna do this as an episode um it's quite an impromptu episode I haven't really planned too much to be honest like I've written down a few things I want to say but this is really just gonna come from yeah where I'm at right now coming to you live (laughs) um and just giving you guys a bit of an update and just the journey that I've been on and how my mindset has changed because honestly I feel like the past two months have been yeah a real learning curve and I already feel like my spiritual journey and the way that I'm becoming as a person I've grown so much already and it's only been two months I feel like so much has happened um Bali is just that kind of like Bali is just that kind of space I just feel like a lot can happen in a short amount of time so yeah let's go so my affirmation of the week is everything always works out in the way that serves me to become the glowiest version of myself so what I mean by this is that everything always works out in the way it's supposed to work out for you in the best way possible as life happens sometimes things unexpected things happen and we're like why has that just happened we don't really understand in the moment and we're like complaining about it we can kind of miss a picture and don't actually appreciate 
what it's actually teaching us. I feel like if something hasn't happened in a way that you truly wanted it to work out, it's actually for your best interests. And I think truly that the universe, it's the universe's way of protecting you. And you always see in the long run and you're like, wow, I'm so glad that actually happened because if that didn't happen, then I would be in a very different situation right now. And it's just funny how things happen for you. And when you have that mindset, I feel like the more obvious it gets. That's something that's really been playing on my mind a lot, especially, you know, the past few months, because I just feel like, just let things happen accordingly and just kind of appreciate it and kind of lean into it instead of going against the grain. I feel like if something happens and you feel like you're pushing it and you feel like it's such hard work, maybe that's not for you and you need to change direction and almost surrender and let go and be like, okay, well, what is actually for me and what actually is going to make me feel good doing this and this can obviously be in many different situations many different ways but it's just about opening yourself up and even letting yourself see that I think it's easy to keep ourselves in the box and you know have this fixed mindset of being like this is the only way it can work but it's like no actually there's a million other ways that it can work it doesn't have to be this one way I mean that one one way you think of might be the way but also there's other ways that might be better especially if you're you know finding struggle towards it so that is my affirmation of the week and I hope it relates to some of you guys and as a little life update as I kind of mentioned briefly I've moved to Bali I think some of you guys knew that anyways because I spoke about it a lot in my recent podcast and there's just been a lot going on like in Sydney I basically sold my whole life (laughs) and moved here I had so many clothes I did um about four closed sales actually. I did one at Glebe Market and then I did three at my apartment and I met some of you guys who came down to my closed sale and it was amazing and I'm so grateful for everyone that came and I managed to sell so much and I'm glad it's at a better place where you know you guys are loving the clothes but yeah basically I had to sell all my things and then just pack up my life in about two big suitcases, one small suitcase and a big bag and moved to Bali. So that was that really. And the reason I moved to Bali is because my visa was ending in Sydney. I'd spent three years in Sydney and I was like, do I want to spend another year? And I wasn't like, oh my God, I really want to do that. So I thought to myself, okay, well, where else can I go? And I went to Bali before moving to Sydney and I loved it just for a holiday. Um, And I had already planned to move to Sydney, um, but I loved it. And so, yeah, I decided that Bali was going to be the place. I wanted it to be a time for me to really delve into my spirituality, my self-development. I mean, obviously Bali attracts people that do that anyways. Um, But I wanted to, yeah, delve into that, give myself the time to really, just like no rush, you know, give myself the time to really find truly my authentic self, find my way of doing things, um, connect with like-minded others, connect with healers, like teachers, just be so open, um, meeting new people, with my business, with Guide Me Glow, like I'm looking to really elevate that and it's something I'm feeling so motivated to do right now. Um, Now that I've given myself some time to settle down, I have so many like ideas and plans for it. I have big hopes for it and I feel like it really will make a big impact in the world in a good way and I'm really excited for it. So those are kind of like my main reasons for moving here and obviously like the lifestyle is amazing here, island life is great it's just I feel like I can do so much more here like everything feels very easy everything feels very effortless there's not many barriers for me to do things I think it's easy to get distracted in ways because it's so sociable and you can easily just chill which I have been doing a lot just like settling in but it's also easy to like get on your grind and like do your work, surround yourself with the right people, which I feel like that is evidently what I want to do as well. But you know, have a balance because you're still living on a beautiful island. So you want to have that balance of enjoying that and you know, going out and stuff, but also in the week, set your intentions, know what you're doing. When I first moved here though, my brain was so like chaotic. (laughs) have to say the least that's why I wasn't really posting much on social media or uploading podcasts I just didn't want to be in that mind space I just didn't really have the capacity to 
to be honest. And like, I'm really privileged enough to have been able to do that and took some time away from work. Obviously, I was still working in some ways with like social media content and all that stuff. But in terms of like working on Guide Me Glow um, and doing all the self-development mindset work, I didn't want to like give you guys a false impression and give off things that I wasn't feeling aligned to. And that's the thing with my work is like, I'm only gonna give you advice that I truly do and feel. And if I don't feel like I'm in a right headspace for that, I'm gonna be honest, I'm either not really gonna post much or kind of speak about how exactly how I feel and what I'm going through. Because, you know, how can I post from a place of inspiration and trying to be like, oh, do your morning routine and all this when like, I'm not even doing my morning routine because I'm, moving villas or hotels every two days and like it's making me feel very unsettled so yeah I'm just like wanting to keep it real with you guys and you know even me who's been doing my morning routine for like years when I first moved here I was doing like a bit of it here and there and if anything I was it wasn't really much of a morning routine I would like journal in the afternoon or do like a meditation afternoon like I still held these practices but it wasn't so routine, which I think is also good to kind of mix up every now and then in life. Obviously, life isn't going to be like the same routine every single day for the rest of your life. That would be a bit boring. But um, it just kind of taught me a lot and also taught me to be more flexible, which I felt like good doing, actually. Like I didn't feel too like pressed about it. I was like, you know what, if this is it, then this is what it's going to be, you know? giving myself time and space to just like feel what I needed to feel and just enjoy Bali and just like experience life and not really feel like I have to be really routined and strict on myself but I will say having a routine and a morning routine some way does leave me feeling a lot more grounded centered calm and just like motivated and inspired because I've been getting back into my routine this month now that I'm in a villa for this month um yeah so I've been getting back into work and routine and like even cooking a little bit this week not so much because I was like a little bit ill well actually very ill on Monday but I feel better now which I'm very grateful for um it's just it's funny when you're ill and you literally can't do anything and you're like wow I'm so grateful for just like being <laughs> normal you know for the times when you are normal but I will say when you are ill it forces you to go a lot inwards it forced me to actually take time off like actual time off and like sleep the majority of the day like not really go on my phone not like think much you know just let myself rest not feel guilty about it and recover and also be super mindful about what I'm doing my body whether that was exercising obviously I wasn't exercising when I was ill but you know even going on a walk didn't make me feel good so yeah and also with food and stuff like really listening to my body and when it was hungry what it was craving no matter if I felt like it was healthy or not um just all those kind of things so it kind of brings you back to being like okay my body knows best but back to when I first moved here um yeah it was a bit of a process I as I said I packed my bags I left my flat I said bye to everyone in Sydney I had a leaving party which was really fun it was all the people that um I loved and it was just such a fun time And then, yeah, I felt like the last month in Sydney was really like quite a whirlwind. I feel like there was so much going on, um, obviously with moving and events. Um, And then with the moving thing, I went to Singapore first for a few days, saw a friend and then moved to Bali. So I felt like it was a lot of traveling. And honestly, the first month of being in Bali, I was moving around. I don't know why I was doing this, but I was moving around every like two to three days. yeah it was a lot like repacking my suitcase living out of a suitcase first of all I do not like doing that it gets tiring after a while I was very grateful and I'm glad I did it because I was able to explore different areas in Bali that I liked um so I'm based in like Changu area now but I was like yeah Changu uh went to Uluwasu quite a lot um because one of my friends has moved there too we would like explore that area and then I've been down to visit her yeah I feel more settled now but yeah moving around every two days it left me feeling quite unsettled because I wasn't able to like ground myself um and it was something for me to learn too because I was like I want to improve on feeling grounded no matter like where I am you know I'm I want to feel like I'm still able to just like get stuff done and you know do things no matter like where I'm living kind of thing but I think a part of me is I love like home environment um very homely person in terms of I love to go home and feel like 
yeah, comfortable, love my space and I feel like it's a safe space. So if I don't really feel like I have that, then I'm a bit like, ah, uh, okay, like what do we do? But it was a good learning experience. And yeah, as I said, I was able to explore the areas and kind of find my way around. Um, and I'm grateful for like all the villas and stuff I stayed in anyways, because some of them were actually insane guys I stay in this like incredible like Mediterranean dream villa house whatever and I remember the first time I walked into one of them I was like is this real <laughs> I was like it literally felt like a movie like it's insane the villas here um so yeah I'm grateful for that but yeah I'm more settled now I'm in a villa um for a month and then my sister comes for Christmas and New Year's so then we're gonna be staying together and then I need to find well I will find somewhere more long term in January um and can I just say guys I am surprised with how actually difficult it is to find rent uh, rental properties here I think a lot of people come here thinking it's very cheap. Obviously, Bali is a lot cheaper in terms of food and stuff, but it still adds up because if you're eating at like the really nice cafes and stuff, it kind of works out the same as like, yeah, if you're living in Sydney, to be honest, because in Sydney, I wouldn't eat out every single meal. So I would obviously buy my groceries and cook um, and it would be like, I don't know, I'd maybe spend like $150 or whatever a week on food. Like maybe more, maybe less, um, depends. But here, because I'm eating out for every single meal, um, especially when I didn't really have a kitchen, it adds up to probably more. Well, these other places that I was eating. Um, but yeah, so you have to be mindful in that aspect. I'm just giving you a little bit of advice. But when you cook and stuff, it can also add up around the same as like, maybe eating out like twice a day, but obviously it's healthier. So that I don't mind. And like I'm buying at organic places too. So obviously that adds up to more, but health as well. So I'm willing to spend on my health. So yeah. But about, yeah, rent and stuff, I was surprised how difficult it is. Actually, I've been finding it more challenging to um, find a rental space. I don't want to keep saying it's difficult because that's just going to like manifest into it being difficult. It's not. Um, I'm just, you know, finding some challenges which I will go through um to find my perfect space but yeah I think it's just because it's super busy here at the moment with tourists and stuff so obviously they're racking up the prices um especially after covid so I'm hoping it like calms down a bit in Jan yeah let's just pray guys so that is that with Bali on like the whole thing about moving here but there's so many things I literally have to update you guys. I feel like we need about 10 podcast episodes on this. Um, so sorry if this bit is... Actually, no, I'm not sorry. This is actually interesting. If you don't want to listen to the Bali bit um, of updates, you can skip. But um, I wanted to talk about food and like eating out every day. Obviously in Bali, it's very common not to cook. I haven't been cooking much here at all. Also, I'm in like a shared kitchen. I'm sharing with two other girls who are lovely. But yeah, I'm like sharing a kitchen and... I'm like very funny about like cleanliness. Like I just get a bit funny about sharing things when it comes to like kitchen things and stuff like that. So I haven't been like wanting to cook like too much in the kitchen, but I have been cooking a little bit. I mean, for like two, three days and then I got ill. So then, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to start cooking again though, but a very basic meals. I've been uploading them on my Instagram. Just things like for breakfast, I've been having, like if I make it, I've been having coconut yogurt mixed with a bit of water to kind of thin it out. Mixed it with protein powder, um, chia seeds, some fruit. The fruit is so good here, like tropical fruit, dragon fruit, mango, papaya, all that good stuff, frozen berries. Um, some like muesli, which I now need to get gluten-free one because I'm off gluten because I need to reset my gut. And then, yeah, just tahini or whatever. So that's like a basic breakfast bowl. And then for dinner, I've been having things like soup, tofu, veggies, um, stuff like that. So very simple. And once I settle into like my longer term villain, Jan, don't you worry, guys, you're going to be getting a lot more recipes from me. So bear with. Um, but I still got so much uh, recipe inspo from obviously like all the meals I cooked in Sydney and before. So yeah, but I was going to say because I've been eating out so much here, I feel like I've grown so much in terms of like food, freedom and intuitive eating. I feel like Bali is such a healing place that, you know, the, I feel so much more in tune with my body and with 
like someone with you know disordered eating thoughts in the past I don't think those thoughts will ever just disappear and you'll never feel them or think them again um you know obviously sometimes they come back and but now I'm just like I acknowledge them and I don't kind of give in to them I'm just like I notice them and I'm like okay well this is like what I felt like and thought in the past am I gonna let this determine who I am now and then kind of bring myself back to where I am now, which is, you know, food, freedom, intuitive eating, not being too fussed about everything I'm eating. Obviously, I eat healthy anyways, because it makes me feel good. And that's how I want to eat. I want to eat to like fuel my body and make me vibrate higher. I don't want to eat to like feel bad about myself. When I feel like thoughts around control over food are coming back, I have to center myself and be like, no, like, it's fine. It's just within my mind. And I was having this conversation with my friend earlier um, because, yeah, we were talking about eating disorders and, like, weight gain and weight loss and all that kind of stuff. And I've said it before, but it truly is within your mind and it's the energy that you're bringing into your body when you do eat these foods. For example, if you're so stressed about what you're eating all the time, even if it's really healthy, then... I don't think your body's gonna truly thrive. And maybe you will get results. And it can be short term though, like it just will be a stressful experience. But if you're always stressed about what you're eating, your body is gonna hold on to like that stress and that fat. Or it might not even manifest with weight, it might just manifest with like illnesses, pains, aches in your body. Like your body is very smart and it has ways of telling you where you need to like let go a bit more. For example, I was ill on Monday. Um, I was having like stomach issues and like um, a headache and stuff. And it was like pretty bad headache. Like I literally couldn't get out of bed. And I was thinking maybe this is telling me to worry less, um, you know, just kind of focus back on myself with food is like, be intuitive with eating like don't stress too much about what you're eating um and don't don't eat something because you feel like you have to or feel like it's the right way to like literally just eat whatever you want (laughs) and like this can be a bit like whoa how do I do that like if you're craving if you're craving like a random food in the morning like I don't know what's a random food in the morning curry in the morning I don't know that's really random and I've never done that (laughs) I've never craved that before in the morning but that's just an example if you're craving curry in the morning um but you're like no I can't eat that because it's the morning but you're like really craving it just eat it because clearly you're craving it for a reason and obviously try to make it in the best way possible for example if I'm craving like a burger then I'll probably go to like a healthy burger place because I'm still satisfying my craving, but it's not like going to McDonald's or something, you know? So it's just kind of being smart in that sense as well and still acknowledging nutrition and, you know, the vitamins and nutrients you need, but at the same time also listening to what your body truly wants and, yeah, just being, like, mindful in that sense, very, very mindful. If you were to speak to me four years ago about eating out every single meal, I'd be like, oh my god, I could never. And this has been for, like, two months now, and I, to be fair, I will give you my honest opinion, I mean, as always, but with eating out, it's not about, like, the weight thing anymore, like, I feel like I've stayed pretty much the same, if not lost a bit of weight, than in Sydney, but I will say I feel like I wasn't as sharp and energetic and I didn't really feel fully myself um that's why I think that when I was ill on Monday it gave me that like wake up call to be like you need to prioritize your health a little bit more obviously I was still eating healthy and things but I was not being as mindful about the things that I needed for my body for example probiotics I would always have like kimchi no I wouldn't I would always have like sauerkraut and like kombucha and stuff like that in Sydney and obviously a lot of vegetables and stuff like that but when you're eating out you obviously don't have control of how much vegetables you're getting Um, and I just wasn't being as mindful about like the probiotics and stuff that were good for my gut and I really felt like that had an effect on me after like a month I felt I couldn't think as clearly I had a little bit of brain fog um I felt like I wasn't my energetic truest self I feel like I was a bit spacey not quite there 
always um so it's funny how diet really changes that and it changes you it can really change you as a person like one thing literally affects everything and so that's obviously why I do holistic health and mindset because I'm like yeah literally one thing affects everything so one error in your life is off babe everything is going to be off yeah I really noticed that so now I'm like being more mindful of the foods that I'm ordering and yeah if I can cook more then I can do that but lately I've just been having on the on the men's I've been having like um chicken bone broth um kombucha just like plain simple foods getting in my proteins getting like carbs and vegetables and that kind of stuff so yeah just being mindful of that because I think sometimes you can get carried away obviously when you're like eating out all the time you're wanting to get exactly what you feel like and sometimes you ignore like the nutrients part but you kind of need that to thrive as well so yeah I'm grateful for that reminder and yeah even with training going hand in hand with eating like I haven't been training as much as I normally do in Sydney but I'm also okay with that too I've been doing a lot of like mixed things I haven't been going to the gym too much actually um I don't love the gyms here which is probably another reason why but I've been doing more yoga which I'm actually shocked about because I would always do yoga in Sydney like once a week on a Sunday um I would do hot yoga and I loved it and I but I always thought okay once a week is fine for me it's like a you know meditation mind body soul connection thing I wouldn't really want to do it more than once because I don't want to like overdo it but since I've been here I found a really beautiful studio and I've been going there more often um, and I just love it like I just feel like it's what my body needs at the moment and it really is a mind body soul exercise and yeah I've been loving it for that and just increasing my flexibility but also being mindful about every movement I've been doing um, reform and pilates as well which has been great and with yeah my gym workouts I've actually Notice that I haven't loved doing like really heavy lifting. Um, not like I do like really, really heavy lifting. Like I used to do really heavy lifting. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I lift <laughs> so much actually. But now I like doing gym-based workouts because I like to just like move my body how I want to move it. But I prefer to do it, not like super lightweights either, but just kind of like somewhere in the middle, you know, where it's challenging, but at the same time also feels good and not like I'm like literally gonna die you know so yeah I've been loving those kind of sessions ideally I would like to get in maybe gym like twice a week and then yoga like twice a week and pilates like twice a week but I'm obviously that doesn't happen every week like this week I've not really done any exercise because I was ill I've done like walking a bit along the beach um so yeah it just really depends on the week uh, generally in the week I'll do some sort of yoga pilates and gym and with walking guys this has been a different story um I have not been getting in my 10k steps glow girl walks I feel like I'm doing like a confession to you guys like guys I'm sorry but yeah it's really hard to walk in Changu like it really is it's kind of stressful more than anything you know you can't really walk down the roads because you know you have bikes coming at all angles and I'm like trying not to get run over so that's like stressful anyways and then like whilst I'm trying to listen to this like podcast I'm trying to like focus on that but then also focus on where I'm walking you know not only are the bikes coming but I'm trying to not to like fall in any holes because it's not really like pavements but I have found one walking path which is like leads me towards the beach which I like so I've been doing that um, for sunset and sometimes in the morning but yeah my walks haven't been 10k steps it's been more like average probably around like four five thousand steps um as of late but then before that probably even worse probably like three thousand steps on average um, which yeah isn't like amazing but then at the same time it's fine because like it's just a different lifestyle here you know like maybe I don't need feel the need to walk so much because I don't feel as like stressed or something so it's not that much of a big deal but I did set myself a goal to do at least um, between like 5,000 to 7,000 steps um, because that's actually like a good amount in Bali I would say but I think I'm going to aim for like six to seven thousand steps because I can do that beach walk um, and it's pretty easy to do so 
yeah and I just love yeah listening to podcasts and I miss that I didn't do that consistently for a good month so it's been good to get back into the podcast it really has such a change on my mindset like it really does it kind of takes me back to where I want to be it leaves me feeling focused motivated all those type of things so yeah those are the habits that I feel like are actually I've realized how important they actually are and when sometimes when you step away from them you don't realize how much of a difference it actually makes and this is what I mean the self-development work whatever you want to call it it's not just like a trend it's not just like a thing to do like it's a lifestyle practice like it's an ongoing thing it's a life's work um, and it's something you have to do every day to improve so you've got to be in it for the long haul. But yeah, I've also learned so much about training and eating and like not to be obsessed with training and eating in a certain way. Like I've become so much more relaxed about it and I feel less stressed about it. I don't really worry about it and it feels really good to do that. I think when you take the control out of that and kind of lean into other things, like I've been journaling a lot and I've just been journaling literally so much and so much good things as well. Like I want to share with you guys in the near future. Um, but finding other ways to kind of release that control, which are like healthier, I think is really important. So things like journaling, things like meditating, things like even walking and stuff, instead of looking to control things like training and eating, although they can be obviously good, you know, it's great to be mindful about your training and eating. When you're coming at it from like a bit of a unhealthy obsession way, I think that's when it's not that healthy so it's just important to be mindful about that and I think barley has helped me because yeah with eating obviously I'm not really having that much control over exactly what I eat in terms of like how it's cooked and portions and stuff um and it's just like helped me relax a bit more and I'm like okay well it's not really going to make that much of a difference because I know I'm like healthy and I know I like move daily usually anyways so yeah this is just like fine so I want to kind of shift gears a bit and talk about organisation a little bit because as I said it's been a little bit chaotic the past few months and only now I'm feeling more settled and yeah with all that chaotic energy it kind of led me to think like do you always need to have everything figured out? I think when you pick up your life and move it it can bring up a lot of emotions it can bring up a lot of triggers actually and yeah sometimes you can I felt like personally I found myself going back to like my older self of you know back even like back in London and I was like this is interesting I haven't felt this in a while and it's interesting because it really forces you to face those past traumas or past limiting beliefs in the face as you are now and be like okay am I gonna let this consume me like it did back then or am I gonna take control of it and actually move past it and be like this is not the person that I am anymore and that that's okay that I was that person but like now I know better because I've learned so much more I've developed as a person like I am not that person anymore and yeah like it's funny how when you do kind of take yourself out of your usual comfortable environment and you're forced in a new environment that's very different you don't really know anyone it's quite confronting actually yeah there was moments when I first moved here in the first few weeks and I was like why have I moved here (laughs) if I'm honest I'm like is this actually like what I want I didn't ever question like moving back somewhere or anything like that because I just I truly do feel like Bali is the place that I'm meant to be right now but there definitely was moments where I'm like this is like really different (laughs) like I've literally moved to a third world country and yeah life is really different here there's certain things that are like harder once because I think it's different going on holiday somewhere and living somewhere obviously and there's certain things that are more difficult but then now I've gotten used to it a bit more I'm like oh you know I I love it um but I think when you first do that it is quite quite confronting because you're like alone and you have to learn to deal with it yourself um yes obviously you have friends and family that you can call and stuff like that but it's not really the same I'm very grateful that one of my really close friends my best friend Harriet she was on the podcast is here as well so we've seen each other um every now and again I mean she doesn't live in the same like um village would you call it as me (laughs) yeah it's nice to know that she's kind of close so that was really nice but I think also it's great that we decided to move to different places because we can have this journey for ourselves and actually really grow as a person on our own and find our own path 
and way but yeah like it brings up a lot of things and it brings up a lot of like limiting beliefs and it's something that I've consciously tried to work through especially like since being here just through like journaling listening to a lot more podcasts YouTube videos going inwards a lot more spending more time alone and yeah not feeling like I have to do everything all at once I think it's very easy to be like okay well I've moved to a new place I need to make my friends I need to like you know get a good routine I need to find my villa I need to do this I need to like all these things I need to do but then it's like actually let's just slow it down for a second focus on exactly what I need right now what's the next step that I can do that's going to make me feel better what's my priority right now for example with friends obviously friends is very important especially to me I feel like it's really important to have a community um, that you feel aligned with and you know and when I say friends I don't mean like acquaintances like I mean actual friends that you feel safe to go to and like share your thoughts and stuff like that um, and be like personal with you know like I'm not here for surface level friendships really obviously you have them in life but like you know I mean I'm talking like true friends it takes time you know if I think about the friends that I built in Sydney the friends that I built in London like it took three years <laughs> so yeah and I, I knew I know this because obviously I've moved to Sydney as well so I know the feelings and stuff that come up when you do move countries you have to remind yourself that things take time and you know you can't force anything and the best thing to do is just to focus on yourself and not to let other things control what you want to do so what I mean by that is I found myself a bit like lost puppy almost <laughs> where like I was like okay where do I need to be or do I need to always meet someone like I set myself go like I need to meet someone new every day and like that's great when you first move here but like that's quite exhausting to meet someone new every single day and have like the same conversations every single day and like I have been meeting new people a lot sometimes I want to sit in a cafe and actually not talk to anyone and that's also okay doesn't mean that I'm unsociable it just means that I just want to be in my own company and if someone says hi then obviously I'm going to be open to it but I'm not going to like force that do you know what I mean I feel like when you are focused on yourself in your own energy and really enjoying your own presence you'll become magnetic to that anyways and people will draw towards you I think it's good to put yourself out there I've been doing that a lot like reach out to the people you want to meet like that is great and it needs to be like a two-way thing but if you feel like it's not working out for you and you just feel like you just want to chill for a bit and then like do that you don't feel like you have to always make new friends or you have to always be out and like doing things like it's okay to just chill for a second or like a week or whatever um and just be in your own company and just find your routine and do what you love I think there's phases in life where some weeks you're feeling super sociable and some weeks you're feeling more inwards I mean you know, that's why kind of living according to your menstrual cycle is also great because you're able to manage your energy levels and think, how can I use my energy to my best potential right now? So that's why that also links. So yeah, it's just basically managing your energy levels and putting the energy back into yourself, not outwardly. Don't focus too much on what other people are doing. Everyone is living their own lives. It's something I have to tell myself is like, don't take things so personally. Um, you know, I think I've always been quite a sensitive child and something I've tried to work on as I like grow older and mature is, yeah, don't take things so personally. If someone does something, it's not about me. Maybe something's going on in their life and they don't want to communicate that. That's so fine. But don't let it affect how I think about myself, because at the end of the day, I know that my heart is pure and I know that my intentions are good and I'm a nice person <laughs> so like that shouldn't affect that shouldn't be affected through someone else's actions someone else's thoughts someone else's miscommunication you know that's what I mean about um, coming back to yourself and feeling confident and whole with that because that's honestly like the most important thing and yeah that's the one thing that I felt like has been a standout kind of lesson for me or just like a reminder because I knew it anyways but sometimes you just need to be reminded about it another kind of thought I had is about time time is just a concept so it made me realize this because each country obviously has its own time zone and like when you're traveling time doesn't really mean that much in terms of like the actual time not as in like my time 
because you know obviously if you if I was to go to like America tomorrow I'd be in complete time zone and probably a different day so it's like pretty crazy how we let time stop us from doing so many things but if we were to actually manage our time and use it in a way that's like take control of time in that sense like instead of letting time take control of you be like okay how how do I want to spend my day instead of looking at it as like oh my god it's already two o'clock I've done nothing and now blah blah but how can you look at it being like okay it's two o'clock well I've got like three hours to get this done so what's the best way I can do this like thinking that way rather than like letting the day run you I think is something that I've realized a lot more as well and yeah it's all about balancing your energy too so what do you want to spend your energy on right now is it on doing things to better yourself is it being passive is it being comparing worrying doing things that don't benefit you like really look at how you're spending your energy what you're thinking about who you're thinking about what you're doing and think okay is this actually how I want to be spending my day because you could be like spending your day outside in nature in a beautiful setting but if your thoughts are consumed with something negative you're not truly experiencing that time in the present moment you know you're somewhere else like you might as well just be in your room like with the curtains closed (laughs) do you know what I mean it's about like how you're spending your time physically but also mentally and also what I've learned about this whole process is the only person who is going to get things done for the best is you so you can rely on people but at the end of the day you are the person who wants the best for yourself and that's just the truth unless it's like your mum or your parents or something like that but like at the end of the day you are gonna want the best for yourself and you know your highest potential too like as in your parents obviously want the best for you hopefully but they don't realize your highest highest potential because they're not you you only know that because you know your true power and you know how much potential you can give and so if you know your truest potential and you know how far you can go once you tap into that Um, you realize that like no one can do it for you like you are you for a reason and that's why it's your purpose your job in this world to do what you need to do you know you can't rely on people to do things for you if it's like really important to you basically like you need to do it yourself because that's when you like learn the lessons that's when you have to go through the processes that's when like you experience and that's how you like come out of new ideas and like I don't know find yourself in other situations all of that you need to basically yeah kind of take responsibility a bit more and I think that's something to remember is like take 100% responsibility of your actions of your life of everything you do I was listening to Rob Dahl's podcast recently been loving his podcast and he quoted oh my god I can't remember who he quoted but he quoted someone and it was basically saying something along the lines of like every move you make is a decider of how your life is going to be like it wasn't that exactly but that's how I remembered it um so basically every move that you make is like it's you choosing who you want to be waking up in the morning And yes, I am definitely guilty of this, but like waking up in the morning and snoozing my alarm or like lying in, is that the vote you want to take to the next person you want to be? So for example, if you're snoozing your alarm, you're going to become someone who's not as disciplined. So it's like, is that the person you want to be? And if that's yes, then like, so be it, fine. But then if it's not, then like take a different action, take a different vote. So yeah, that is something that I think is so important and something I've like reminded myself recently as well. Another thing that I feel like is very important is connection. Um, Obviously, when you're moving somewhere new and you don't really know many people, you're not really that close to people, um, connection is very important. And something you need to think about is who is really there for you. And sometimes it's not the people you thought it would be, which is not a great feeling. And sometimes that is just the case. But Also, it goes back to not taking things so personally because it doesn't mean that they're a bad person or that they don't care about you. It might just be because they don't have that space, you know, for you. They are going through something in their life that is stressful. They can't mentally give you that space. So it may come across as like they don't care, but actually it's because they can't give that to you right now. They can't give that to anyone right now. And that's something that you have to accept and yeah, kind of, 
come back to yourself and give it to yourself. But I think actions will always speak louder than words, especially with meeting new people as well. I think when you're meeting new people, people always give you their best at first. But, you know, as time goes on, you start to learn more about a person. And one thing I always think is actions speak louder than words. So instead of knowing a person based on like their words, really think about okay, what have they actually shown me? And then be like, okay, is this the type of person I want to surround myself with? And yeah, don't feel like you have to be a people pleaser and let people walk all over you. You deserve to set boundaries and it doesn't mean that you're being mean or being a bad person. You have your own boundaries. It's just the way that you can communicate it in a respectful way. I think people like to learn about people's boundaries. You know, I think if someone didn't have any boundaries, it's kind of, you know, I wouldn't really be attracted to that person because I'm like, where are your standards? Where are your boundaries? Like people like to be told what to do. People kind of like to be told no in a way sometimes. Um, So yeah, you can set your own boundaries and be firm with them, but saying it in like a loving, respectful way. And you can do this without needing to explain yourself too. Um, Because yeah, I think it just comes with experience and kind of setting those boundaries. But you can do it without needing to explain yourself if you've done it enough times because I think both of you know kind of without needing to say anything to be honest and also the way that you present yourself as well you know sometimes you can just feel that energy from someone like sometimes you don't even want to ask something because you know the answer will be no it's like sometimes that can be like the energy too when you set yourself a standard and you set yourself boundaries that is the type of person that people can just like sense that they don't really need to ask you or like do it you know what I mean So yeah, it's just important to the people pleasing thing. I think it's very common. Um, I think, yeah, obviously we've all been there and I think it just comes back to being confident within yourself and saying like, if I say no to this, I'm still loved, I'm still worthy, I'm still gonna have like options, there's still gonna be opportunities, I'm still gonna be fine, you know? And it's just trusting yourself in that sense. But I feel like since being here, things have, become quite full circle um, and that's good because it's like leaving something good to make room for something amazing for example me leaving Sydney like I didn't particularly feel like I you know left Sydney on like a bad note like I really enjoyed my time in Sydney I just felt like it was good but I think it was time to move on to something amazing you know to something like a next level and this can be in many aspects this can be with friends this can be with relationships jobs like don't stay in something just because it feels comfortable just because it feels like the norm and that's why I think stuff like this has been good for me to remind myself like you need to shake it up sometimes you know sometimes it's not good to just stay in the same space because you feel good and you feel comfortable like in order to grow you need to experience different things and you need to put yourself out your comfort zone and you know you can do this in many ways you don't have to move countries of course but you can do this in many ways and doing like little challenges every day it can be like going somewhere new tomorrow or like working from somewhere different or like meeting like saying hi to a stranger or something you know like just little things like that I think when you do things that scare you a little bit and put you outside your comfort zone that is when true change happens and it's always going to be scary at first and you might not be very good at it first but the more you do it the easier it gets and then that becomes you as a person and then it becomes easy and then you do something else that scares you and that's how you level up so it's just like small steps and also just staying true to yourself as well during this process like you don't always have to listen to others or do something certain way just because it's always been the way um it's actually safe and okay to speak up about how you really feel and yeah like your opinion is just as valid as others as like literally anyone else it's like my opinion is just as valid as yours and vice versa like do you know what I mean everyone has a voice and everyone's voice should be listened to and taking into consideration um I think as humans we like to follow trends and we like to fit in but you know, the people that who make real changes in lives are the people who go against the norm and don't just let fear get in the way and just like follow. Be be the leader, not a follower. So it's better to be disliked as yourself versus being liked for the fake version of you because that is another version of people pleasing. I think like if you're just going along with something just because everyone else is, but actually you think a different way. Yeah, and this is all within like you know with good intentions then don't be afraid to speak up because like you never know someone else in the room might also feel that way but was too scared to speak up so be the person be the change also along with that you know confrontation 
Um, it's actually normal and shouldn't be feared. It's how you actually strengthen yourself as a person and also how you strengthen relationships. I think um, a lot of times relationships can kind of fade or kind of fail because people don't speak up enough and don't really speak about how they truly feel. And it's really hard, actually. It's, well, it's not hard. It's more so like it takes a lot of energy. I'm like being conscious of myself and trying to change the way that I say things. Like I don't want to say things are hard or challenging. Like it's just, it's a lot more energy. Let's put it that way. Um, and yeah, obviously you have to hold a lot of space for it and be in the right mindset for it. But like, it's so important. It strengthens the relationship so much more. Like for example, me and my best friend Harriet, we that I can't tell you how many times we've had conversations like these difficult conversations that take a lot of energy take a lot of brain power and it takes me what I need to think about the things that she said she needs to think about things that I've said but the great thing is that we're actually communicating about it because if we didn't it would all just be brushed under the carpet and then some days one thing will happen and then it'll be like a big outburst and then like we wouldn't be friends anymore to like avoid that we need to communicate about how we truly feel and and also listen with an open heart because like that's gonna allow us to grow and kind of be more compassionate with ourselves and others. So guys, that is that is the lessons that I feel like I wanted to share with you guys um, since being in Bali. I, it's, it was a very kind of like mixed bag of like a lot of like different messages I know I just feel like getting back into the podcast I just wanted to do like a huge update of things I've learned recently how I found moving here oh some of you guys did ask me questions actually um maybe I'll do that in the next one I want to give you guys a challenge of the week as always and the challenge of the week is what can you do differently in your usual comfort routine this week So how can you step out of your comfort zone and do something that challenges you? It's a dangerous zone to stay in whatever feels comfortable and stagnant long term. And so it's important to challenge yourself to learn something new, see something differently, shock your brain a bit, shock your body a bit. And you may feel resistance at first, but this is a good thing because it means that you're growing and you're expanding and it means that change is happening for the better. So yeah, that is my challenge of the week for you guys. What can you do differently in your usual comfort routine this week? So let me know what you end up doing on Instagram at Guide Me Globe Pod or send me a message on DM or whatever. Um, and I'd love to hear. If you enjoyed this episode, then please give this podcast a rating. It would mean the world. Um, give it a rating on Spotify. <clears throat> Five stars. <laughs> Kidding, give it what you want. Um, but also give it a review on podcast, um, on Apple Podcasts, and write a cute little comment if you like. Um, and yeah, share it on your socials, share it to your friends, share it to someone who might be moving to Bali. I feel like a lot of people are moving to Bali, so it might help them a little bit from a personal point of view. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Again, I'm so, so grateful for you all. Um, I'm actually so excited to be starting recording again. Like I forgot how much I love this feeling. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't you worry, guys, I'm back. Um, but yeah, I have other episodes that um, I need to upload from like interviews as well. So keep an eye on that. And yeah, I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll speak to you guys very soon. Bye. Bye.